in theft or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. It's time for The Rush with OU color analyst Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got a question or opinion? Hit the guys up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439 or call the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wings studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Oklahoma with a runaway win here at home. Under a half minute left, they lead by 14. Most points scored for the Sooners since that win over Alabama. And for Kansas State, this matches their largest margin of defeat this season. Victory! All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get enough. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. And totally redeem yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and they stay there. And they say yeah. And they say there. Boy, it was redemption, right? Sure felt like it. Man. They uh hey, when you shoot the three basically at 50% limit turnovers, you can beat or you can play with pretty much anyone, and they've proved that. The problem is it's hard to do that. Well, don't we sound like brilliant basketball minds yeah. today? Well, I think if uh, OU's going to win, they need to shoot it good, and the other team doesn't need to shoot it good. Well, that's what happened last night, and they ran away with a 79-65 win. That's what we've been saying for every game, and, well, for the first time since Alabama, that's, that's what happened. They shot it well. The opponent didn't. That's what the score reflects. Yep. Well, hey – and I know, I get it, that it is, uh, it's way more difficult to, to accomplish that than just, hey, team meeting, guys, I had a great idea. Why don't we shoot 50% from three instead of 20%? Better chance of winning. To be fair, would people around here get really jacked up if there was talk of, hey, there was a players-only meeting? You know how everyone reacts around <laughs> players-only meeting. There was a players-only meeting. By the veterans, they called it, and they talked about, hey, if we just start shooting it better, guys, then we're going to start winning a lot more basketball games. Make your shots, man. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Players only meeting. Maybe they need to call one. Oh, man. God, was that needed or what? Yeah, it was. Crowd wasn't great last night, but the people that were there saw a show in the second half. They did. Just flat out ran away with it. You know, I, I will admit – that I thought, oh boy, once they got a nice lead, I was like, man, you cannot blow this lead. Well, yeah, that was, the, that was the most nervous you were all game long when they're up like 10 with five minutes left, of course. I know it, but man, they, they continued to play well. That was awesome. Good for and, them, man. I just yeah. It's not fun seeing those guys go through an agonizing stretch of losing seven out of eight and losing the way that they have, so... I it, it it was it was nice. It was fun to see them get back on the winning side of things for yeah. sure. Another top fifteen win. Yep. 
Did you see that, uh, whatever that stat was floating around last night? That's Oklahoma's fourth quad one win. That's more than Duke, Kentucky, and North Carolina combined. Uh, wow, no, I did not see that. <laughs> I think that's... all three of those, they're all three Blue Bloods. They're all three out of the top 25, I think, maybe. But, yeah, yeah it's not a bad little stat. Like That's the thing about last night is, you know, you were nervous late, but it ended up feeling easy. Like, that's a top 12 win that you got last night. A top 12, top 15 win. Like That wasn't beating Texas Tech at home last night, a team that you're better than. That's a Kansas State team that's, what, been ranked as high as five, I think, at one point this season. Yeah. It's, a, it's a really good win. Really good win. And, um, yeah, there, there's, there's not a lot of people that have, you know, obviously you play this tough schedule and you get some wins, you're going to get some good ones. But, you know, there's – I don't know. It was quality. It was good. And you got to go back up there and face them March 1st. And in the meantime, going to go on the road to Texas, play Tech at home, who's starting to play better, and then at Iowa State, at Kansas State, and then ended at home against TCU. I, maybe it's it's dumb to talk about it, but what needs to happen with those five remaining games? Well, I think uh, OU's got to shoot it well, and uh, the <laughs> opponents uh, don't need Here's to shoot it Here's what needs to happen. Shoot 50% from three in every yeah. game. Yeah, that's all the pregame speech needs to be from Porter. Come on, guys. Hey, let's just shoot 50% from three, all right? Let's go. 50%. Like if you Shoot it well on three. Let's go. If you make your first one and miss your second one, just don't shoot anymore and you'll win the game. <laughs> Seriously. There, there's more to that from this team. You, limiting turnovers is big. Big. D- defensively, they, they played a lot better last night. Rebounding is – like, there's more to it than that, but like, it, it really is all about this team shooting I, it well from three. I think last night was the first time that they've had more assists than turnovers in quite a while. Yeah, probably so. Because the turnovers have mounted this year, man. Like that's been the case against all year. Kansas, they had twenty-four turnovers to five assists. Mm. Not ideal for uh, for victory. Text line: uh, We get Teddy on Wednesday. Yeah. Is he going to be able to make it through the whole show? Chris Rich says: Is this for real? Is Teddy on on a Wednesday? Nine one eight. Today is Wednesday, correct? Yeah, you're throwing everyone off. I know. I'm sorry to to crash the party on a Wednesday. Uh, I will let you guys know. I'm not. I'm not working five days this week. I, yeah, he's off tomorrow. Just off tomorrow. Worry. Just just switch some dates up with uh, with Travis. So in today, off tomorrow. I think you did freak some people out. It's like the Wednesday routine is they don't hear you on here. Yeah. It's like, Wait a minute. Rerun Tuesday or Thursday? Yesterday? What's what's going on? Now the game was great last night, uh, but was the uniform matchup? How'd you feel about the lavender versus anthracite that was on the floor of the LNC last night? Um. I guess I guess I didn't have a problem with it. Whenever I first saw what K State was wearing, I was it was I was like, Oh, huh, that's interesting. Okay. And the anthracite, you know, I guess what, we're four and oh in that yeah, that combo. You're uh, you're four and oh. I guess your last two wins have uh well, you wore those in the Alabama game and you won them last night, so Keep I guess if that's them. what it takes, then keep the mojo going. Keep wearing them. Tell Texas, like, actually, no, we're going to wear our home anthracite uniforms. You guys are going to have to figure something else out. Yeah. I, I don't know. The the lavender from Kansas State, it took me a second to adjust because I'm not used to that with them. But after that, I didn't – I don't know. I didn't have much of a problem with it. Is that getting quite the reaction out there? No, I'm just curious because it was uh, – People are pretty – it's like the anthracite uniforms at OU. 
either love them or you hate them. Right. You know, those – because those throwback uniforms that Kansas State wears, I mean, those are pretty unique, man. I, I don't know another uh, collegiate team that wears something close to that with those colors and everything. Yeah. I'm looking at them now. It's – Pretty tough, honestly. I'm not a huge fan of those, but – Whatever. I, yeah, I don't think they're. I don't think they're great. It's it's weird. It looks like their their original purple that they typically wear is just super faded. I don't. I don't know. I yeah. Whenever I first turned it on, I was like, oh, okay, that's that's interesting. But I don't think it's a look that they. I bet the players don't like it. You think really? The players I like think. It? I feel like. Um, Maybe. I feel like the players almost always love the alternate uniforms. Well, it's I, always, always cool to wear hear, something different. Yeah, you always hear a positive reaction, I feel like, when you see them. Like, uh, I, I might hate them, and then the players are, dude, these are sweet. These are awesome. Yeah, I – If the, hey, if, they're, if their players like them, well, it, it does – I don't care if they like them or not. They can do whatever they want with their uniform. I just I, – I happen to, to like their, their kind of their traditional colors. Now, if they do something a little bit more creative with that, I'm, I'm fine with it. Like – I don't care. Like the anthracite with OU is uh, not that big of a deal. I think it draws more attention with football, obviously. Uh, but no doubt about that. But I, I got no problem with it. It was fine. What do you feel about purple just as a uh, an entire color for a school? Love it. Y- y- you like purple? Yeah, I think mm. it's great. I think it's a nice change up. Think it's uh, think it's a good color. Um, the the handful of teams out there that wear it, I think. I think Kansas State's uniforms are pretty cool, actually, I, I mostly because of their logo. But Kansas State's are cool. I think TCU's uniforms look good, except for whenever they do the red numbers. I think that looks god awful. Um, who else is purple out there? LSU, obviously. I mean, gold, gold is more of a color on their uniforms than the purple is. Yeah, but I think they have some purple alternates to it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have. You're right on that. But Clemson I, I has that Clemson together. has the those are purple, right, and not dark blue. I think they have some purple uniforms, I think that's right? Yeah, but not a whole lot of schools. Not a whole lot. That's the thing, man. You're going into a, a new conference now. We got to uh, get acclimated to some of these new color schemes. Texas has always had the worst colors in the Big Twelve. That's probably going to carry over into the SEC. I'm just trying to think of who has the worst colors in the SEC. Who's got the best uni? In, in the, the SEC? Yeah. Uh, well, if you're a traditionalist, you'd probably say Alabama. Bama? Bama's are pretty good. I'm. You know what? Georgia's, I'm not, for some reason, I'm, I'm not as big on Georgia's. Yeah. I, I don't, I, they're not bad, but I think a lot, of, a lot of people rank them pretty high. I don't. I like, uh, I like Bama. I like, I like. Tennessee. You do like that? See, I was going to guess that that was what most people say about the new worst color scheme in the SEC is that dreamsicle orange or whatever they call it out there. I guess. Huh. Maybe I'm taking that back a little bit. They're okay. Florida is okay. Uh, Florida's helmets, I think, are cool with the script gators across. Ole Miss can be cool. I like Arkansas. I like Ole Miss. I don't like LSU. Don't like A&M. You just kind of have to say that one. 
Just gonna have to go ahead. Don't like AM. I don't. I'm not a big Mississippi State uniform fan. I don't think Missouri. I like Arkansas. Are great. Yeah, Arkansas is fine. I like Arkansas. They're, they're all right. I think they've got a really good logo. Vanderbilt I think their colors are good. Vanderbilt does not have good uniforms. What are the, I'm trying to think. They're what, black and gold, um, yeah. and just the the logo is just basically a, a V. It's it's not all that not that yeah. all creative. Missouri doesn't. I don't know. Text line. What's the new? What do worst? you think of Florida? I I like Florida's Florida's helmets are cool. Their uniforms are just okay. Yeah, I like South Carolina. There's is good. I like Kentucky. Yeah, there's some good ones. Yeah, but is it weak to just say Bama's are the best because that's what I think? No, I don't think it's it's weak at all. Um, they are traditional, but they're still unique with the uh, numbers on the side of the helmet. Yeah, I still think Texas, that's pretty cool. Texas is bad. I will. I hate admitting it, but their their whites are really good. Texas still has the worst uniform, says the nine one eight, and a lot of people are saying Ole Miss has the uh, best looking uniforms in the SEC. Yeah, because it's it's there's a lot going on with good colors, and they've got good combinations. Like, don't they? They even do like a they do like a powder blue, a powder light blue, blue which is an old throwback for them. It's a throwback. It's a nice little change up. That, and I know. like this, like the, like I like the script gators on the side of the helmet. I think the Ole Miss that they have looks looks pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ole Miss is pretty good. And you know what? The great thing about saying Ole Miss has the best uniforms is you're not really jealous of them. You don't hate them. There's no real pain in having to say that Ole Miss has good uniforms. Just congrats, you won something. Yeah. And like move you on. say, in Texas has really good uniforms. I did not say that. I said. Their road whites look good. Okay. Well, even that was probably, at least I hope, a little painful to say it out loud. It was. I mean, do you do you disagree with that? No, but I think anyone that has the Stormtrooper uniforms, the all-white uniform, like, those are really hard to mess up. It's true. They have, what's different about theirs is they also have the white helmet. And it, it works really good. Like, I love our road whites with the... With the crimson helmet, I think that works really good Like because there's some contrast there, but somehow Texas is able to pull it off. And I feel like Texas does the tall socks with it too more yeah. often, which I think makes it look better. Ole Miss baby blues are sick. Ole Miss with the baby blue helmet is yeah. the best in the SEC. I like burnt orange over Tennessee's tangerine orange. Zane A&M is absolutely ugly too. Uh, Angry Ronnie, Okie State has the worst uniforms ever. <laughs> Santa John, Ole Miss. Camo Sooner, Ole Miss. Uh, this one says, I really like Kentucky's color seams. Simple, royal blue and white. Another yeah. Ole Miss. Peyton says, I low-key like Florida's blue and orange. Doesn't suck. Something different. I'm back. I, Ole I, Miss I, is winning the uh, the award right now. Man. Ole Miss is winning it. I do like Tennessee's. Whether that's controversial or not. Home or away for Tennessee. Their aways are awesome. Yeah, all, another all-white look there. All-white cool. look. They've got the orange pinstripe down the top of the helmet, um, the big T, orange letters. I do feel like OU's going to have a, um, a very good claim to a top three uniform in the SEC. If you want to go with the text line and say Ole Miss Powder Blues are there, okay. But I think OU's road whites are going to – match up with any of those yeah because they're one they're they're a traditional look and two like not only are they a traditional look but they look awesome right now now i'm looking at tennessee did some anthracite those look awesome really you think so now mm. i 
they look good, but sometimes I guess you can never tell if these are um, photoshopped. But I mean, they look like real pictures. There's like a, a team picture where the guys are out there on the field after a win. They didn't wear that against Alabama, did they? Uh, I can't remember if they did against Alabama. I or doubt not. it. I doubt it. Mizzou's uniforms look like a junior college. They suck, <laughs> says the 405. <laughs> it's fitting for such a terrible school and terrible athletic program. Uh, Kendall says Fort Gibson Tigers have terrible colors. I don't know if you want to do anything about that. Red and white with a black outline around the number. What's what's terrible about that? That's about as normal as you can get. 918 says UCLA. Um, that's not our conference. We don't talk about the Pac-10, Pac-12 slash Big Ten. They are good, though. They are good, and I'll even say that the University of Southern Cal has good uniforms. Wow, you're <laughs> making a lot of friends this segment. Jeez. I know. I know it. Pretty bad. Yeah, I think I think we fit in. Like, there's, there's three teams that have a very similar uniform combination now in the SEC. Arkansas, a- Alabama. Oklahoma. Yeah, all three of those. You could mistake them rather easily, I guess. Especially Arkansas and and Oklahoma's look very similar uh, with how they – do they have – they don't have pinstripes on their pants, do they? Uh, I I can't – I don't think so. I think that may be the difference between us and them. OU and the All-Whites playing in the Swamp. Incredible uniform game right there. Puts me in my feels, not going to lie. Laughing face emoji. Yeah, that's – they're – there's not going to be many bad uniform games except for our common opponent that we have every year that they're probably going to give us. Missouri? Yeah. The junior college uniforms that they wear? I know. Yeah, Arkansas does have the pinstripe on the on the pants. Huh. Very similar. Looks good. Maybe that's why I like it so much. Maybe so. But the all-white always travels. Uniforms. They always look good. Yeah, and there's uh there's what Tennessee has those Arkansas Alabama Texas Oklahoma I feel like half the conference just roll with the uh, all white road uniforms at some point I think even Kentucky maybe Kentucky goes with the blue pants but I think they even have an yeah. all white look yeah all right let's hit a quick opening timeout keep the text coming six five one three four three nine in studio today we'll be back football you love it we love it you live it we live it. You need it, we got it. Nobody covers college football better. The Rush. Right here on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Are you going to keep driving that same old truck? Save at Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno. New 2023 GMC Sierra 1500 Crew Cab SLT take up to $3,250 off MSRP. $500 consumer cash, $250 when financed with GMF, and $2,500 dealer discount. No more cash cow. Drive away in a new ride today. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in El Reno. Or Dorsey-JonesBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. See dealer for details. Life is yours to spend. Spend it expanding your balance. Spend it expanding your mind. Spend it wondering what comes next. Spend it trusting that God has a plan. Spend it taking small steps in your own life. Spend it making a big impact on someone else's. First United Bank. Spend life wisely. Reliable, fast, affordable. OEC Fiber was founded on the same principles that brought us OEC 85 years ago. 
We are reinvesting in Oklahoma by bringing high-speed fiber services to your homes, businesses, and schools. Make sure to visit us today at OECFiber.com to get started. OEC Fiber. We're taking internet, phone, and TV services where no one else will. What does the 50th anniversary of Title IX mean? It means I'm valued. I'm empowered. I can do anything. It means I'll pave the way for every girl who plays high school sports in the future. Just like every female student, coach, official, and administrator blazed the trail for me. Because every student deserves the opportunity to play. Encourage girls you know to participate in Oklahoma high school sports. This message presented by the OSSAA and the Oklahoma Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Tyler McComas here, and if you're like me and you love to bowl, Sooner Bowling Center has made it even easier for you and your family to bowl. Visit SoonerBowl.com and skip the line to make online reservations. You can reserve your lanes, book a group party, or birthday party all by just visiting them online. With great food from the Spare Time Grill, bowling, and the newest patio in town, Sooner Bowling Center is great for the entire family. 550 24th Avenue Northwest or visit SoonerBowl.com. Parents, we know we can't protect our kids from everything. Eventually, they're going to bump their heads or scrape their knees. But we can protect them from six types of cancer. HPV, or human papillomavirus, is a common, preventable virus that can cause cancer later in life. The HPV vaccine prevents human papillomavirus and all the cancers it can cause. The American Cancer Society recommends getting your sons and daughters the HPV vaccine starting at age 9 to protect them later in life. Hey y'all, I'm Blake Shelton. I love that country music connects people all over this great nation, but unfortunately so does something else, childhood hunger. 15 million children struggle with hunger in America. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks works to rescue our surplus food to help provide billions of meals to families in need across the country. Join the fight against hunger at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Don't you wish your life came with a warning app? Stop. That dog does not want to be petted. <laughs> a heads up before something bad happens. You should not send that text. Uh-oh. Life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can reverse pre-diabetes and prevent or delay type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. It is the Rush on the Ref. We're inside the Buffalo Wild Wings studio. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. ESPN uh, has an interesting story out, college football related today. They have the uh, ceiling and the floor for every top 25 team plus a handful of others. And since OU is not in ESPN's preseason top 25, they were luckily listed amongst the uh, handful of others that they still listed. So tell me what you think ESPN has as the ceiling. For OU this upcoming season, tell me what you think they have them uh, as the floor in the uh, 23. Was that like final ranking? Final ranking, yes. Ceiling, final ranking for Oklahoma. For instance, they got uh, Georgia. Their ceiling is 12 and 0. Their floor is 9 and 3. Oh, so for Ohio State, so record, yeah, ceiling uh, record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I 
I can't imagine how they don't have now, remember, 12 and 0. But they think they're, they have them outside the top 25. I'm not saying that that's a hint. I would Just, say ceiling has to be like 11 and 1. Okay. The floor has to be – I mean, you're coming off of a six and seven year, so the floor is probably six and six. So is that your guess or your – like, is that your opinion on it or is that no, what you think ESPN my, has? That's what I think ESPN okay. has. Well, my, you're right on one. You're not that far off overall. Um, I was surprised by this. They have OU ceiling at 11 and one. They have their floor at seven and five. Right. Like, I, like, I agree, like, 11 wins is a – fair place for the ceiling I just didn't think that they would have them that high like they don't have them in the top 25 I'm surprised they think their ceiling is 11 and 1 and their floor is 7 and 5 you said yes uh-huh that's funny I'm looking at the article now I see TCU as the number 12 team on this top 25 ceiling is 10 and 2 which not as high as Oklahoma Floor is six and six, lower than Oklahoma. Well, I, I went back and looked. So OU again, it's not they're not in the top twenty five on this. They're just one of the few teams that they right. listed outside of the top twenty five. So you have to go all the way up to number sixteen to find another team that has a ceiling of eleven and one in these rankings. Which fittingly, that team at number sixteen is the University of Texas. Right. <laughs> Wow. So there are several teams ranked in front of OU that don't have a ceiling of 11 and 1, which you know I found interesting. Right. Kansas State has an uh 10 and 2, but they also have the odds of finishing 11 and 1 or better on every team. Yeah. Theirs is at 3%. Oklahoma's is 17%. Odds of finishing 11 and 1, 16% for Oklahoma. Yeah, 16%, yeah. which is That's pretty good. I, I, odds at going undefeated are 16%? Are you kidding me? Um, I'd take that. That's higher than Texas, who's at twelve. Um, I don't. Uh, hey. Oh, it's odds of finishing eleven, 11 and one yeah. or better. So okay. Right. Um, higher than number ten Tennessee. Um, higher than number eight LSU. Not higher than USC. Not higher than like once you get up into the, like the top seven or do you, eight. Do you think that's accurate? Eleven and one, or do you think the ceiling is twelve and zero with the schedule? Like, you could say whatever you want about me on the text line, but it's 12-0. and 0. I'm sorry. And it has nothing to do with what I think of the football team. It has nothing to do with what we were last year. The schedule we have is the easiest schedule the University of Oklahoma has had. Ever. Maybe ever. <laughs> Back when they were playing uh, Norman High, back in the early days of uh, the OU football schedule. As we look at it right now, now... Maybe that Norman High team could beat a few teams on this schedule. Who knows? Things may change, okay? Things may change. I may, I may, you know, we may be several games into the season, and all of a sudden I'm saying, oh my gosh, BYU is unbelievable, or Cincinnati is... Way better than I thought. or I, That's going to take a similar surprise as to the jump that TCU made a year ago. I mean, that, that's what we're yeah. talking about here. Well, I, I think the ceiling has to be 12-0. and 0. I, That's not me saying that I think that's going to happen. But I don't think it's 
I don't think it's outlandish. I think they'll they'll probably be a favorite in every single game. Maybe I, I don't. Maybe the Texas. I bet Texas is maybe a slight favorite in that game. I could see Texas being a one one and a half point favorite, but that's the only game maybe. I see them being a dog. If that if they're even a dog in that game, I mean, Texas maybe. I if 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 we're going off of the lines like today, yeah, Texas would be a favorite in that game, but you know. I think they're going to be coming in with at least one loss. They play at Alabama. Um, they'll be at Baylor, and then they've got Kansas at home before they play that game at Oklahoma. Our schedule before is is much easier than theirs is, but I, I, I don't know. Like That's the one that we may not be. But outside of that, you know, unless we lose a bunch of games again, which, you know, I, I guess I have to leave the possibility of that open. I mean, I – I don't know. Maybe I'm the dumbest person in the world, but I I think this schedule is by far the most manageable that we've had. Peyton says, if you could lock in today, we have a 36th-ranked defense this upcoming season. What's our record? And he says 36 because that's what those sure. S&P rankings we looked at yesterday said. I think you win double-digit games if you have a top 40 defense next year, my opinion. That's, I mean, that doesn't say what the offense is, but I think the offense is, you know, going to be in the neighborhood where you're going to win double-digit games. You may go 11-1 and with the number 36-ranked defense. Yeah, if we've got the number 36-ranked defense, we'll be an 11-1 football team, at least. Right? Yeah, no, I – yes, absolutely. And here's the thing. I fully expect us to have a, a top 40 defense. I don't think it's I don't think that's all that dramatic to to have that expectation. And I know people, oh, they were so terrible. Yeah, I know. I saw it. Uh, but I think we're gonna be we're, we're way better today at some very, very important positions than we were a year ago. So here's the uh, biggest variable for Oklahoma according to ESPN. A second year defensive breakthrough. OU was basically a lower-grade Texas in 2022, going 6-2 and two in multi-score games, but finishing under 500 for the first time since 1998 because of an 0-5 record in the close ones. The offense was good, and eh, Gabriel Healthy did it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I just need to read those first couple of sentences because ESPN loves to just throw in things that we've known now for eight months' time. You, you noticed that before, yeah. those blurbs? Yeah. I, for instance, here's what... When it comes to scoring, D, which I think that's the one that matters. Top 40. Mississippi State was the number 40th defense in the country. 23.08 points per game given up. Notre Dame was right there. Washington State was right there. Louisiana, Tennessee was number 36. Miami of Ohio was 35. I mean, I I don't think that that is that big of an ask at all. You know what's crazy about an 11-1 season, if that's what they end up doing? Like, there is a scenario, I think there's a world that exists, where OU goes 11-1 this season, and they don't have a top 25 win. And I'm talking about at the time that they play those games, not at the end of the season. Right. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that I would necessarily bet on that being the case if they're 11-1, but... If they do win 11 games in the regular season, I do not think you're going to see a resume that has three, four, five top 25 games attached to it. 
you may, you may be hoping that the fall for OSU is not that far and they're in the top 25 and that TCU is able to build upon the season they had last year. I, I, I just I, I could see a world where you only play like one top 25 team all year long. Texas. Yeah. Um, yeah, as of as of right now, um, what is is there in that list? What you've got? TCU was on there. Um, Kansas State. Tech, Tech was on, but you don't play Tech. You don't play Kansas. You State. You don't play Kansas State. You do play Texas, who's at sixteen. And you play TCU late, which yeah. I don't think TCU will be there late. So, but, and that's well, it. Well, I, I guess I shouldn't say that. I think it's going to be. I think it's not going to be the same TCU team next year that we saw this year, but uh, I could be wrong on that. I, 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 you know, we've talked about it before. We made a joke about it, but it was, you know, I still think, and you're probably the same as me. I, I think Chandler Morris has some real upside as a quarterback. I think he's, I think you know, he throws a good ball. He's uh, incredibly athletic. He's super fast. And you know he he does he is prone to making some bad mistakes, some bad decision making. But, but so was the guy that started yeah. last year. You and, know, uh, so I was about to say th- those things improve as as you have more and more seat time. So yeah, I. But I just I don't see them replacing all of their best players at all of their most important positions. Uh, one text before a break from the nine one eight. Can Teddy comment on the Seth Latrell becoming an offensive analyst rumor? Um. I'm interested in that. I think that if Seth Luttrell, I think he'd be a huge addition for this uh, for the staff. Um, if we could have Seth Luttrell as an offensive analyst, I think that would be, I think that would be awesome. Um, just a another guy on the sideline or in the box that has all kinds of experience. Obviously, as a player, he's been coaching. He was a he was a student assistant, or maybe he was either he was a graduate assistant uh, at Oklahoma whenever I was there. Also a player whenever I was there. Right after that, he 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 was with Mangino in Kansas. Um, he was with Mike Stoops out of Arizona. Was his offensive coordinator there? Was the offensive coordinator at Indiana for a time under uh, Kevin Wilson? Then obviously North Carolina. Whenever they had a nice little run up before he he took the head coaching job at. North Texas, so he's a guy that's got a ton of experience. I think it's it's always good to surround the program with those type of guys. They could be tremendous upside. I I mean I, I just like that you're seeing starting to see if this one happens names like that coming into the program as an analyst role. Yeah, because we've looked at Alabama for the past decade now, saying dang, like they're getting that level of former head coach to be in an off-the-field role, like that's got to be beneficial. And you're not to that level yet. Maybe you never get to that level, but it's it's nice that the staff is significantly larger than it was two years ago. That, that can only help. No doubt. No doubt. And he's a guy that gets it. Not only did he play here, he's a legacy. His dad played here, won a national championship here. So um, it means a lot to him to be a Sooner. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush. Coming up, hour number one rolls on. Keep hitting the text on 651-3439. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. 
The Buick family is all here at Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno. Factory incentives have just hit the manager's desk. New 2023 Buick Envisions. Take up to $3,850 off all new 2023 Buick Envisions with 500 consumer cash, $250 when financed through GMF, and $3,100 dealer discount. Super savings at Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81 exit 125 in El Reno, or Dorsey-JonesBuickGMC.com. Experience the new Buick. See dealer for details. Holy hail damage! Are you or your loved ones looking for a trustworthy and affordable roofing company after the storms? Look no further than Elite Roofing Systems, a sooner-born, sooner-bred, locally-owned roofing company. Elite Roofing has been helping homeowners and commercial property owners across the greater OKC area get beautiful, functional roofing systems at reasonable rates. Call Craig Cox and the team at Elite Roofing Systems today at 405-361-3094 for a free evaluation and estimate today. Does your checking account come with respect, gratitude, wisdom? At Armstrong Bank, that's what you can expect. For more than a century, we've been serving up exceptional customer service and financial guidance to our customers across Oklahoma and Arkansas. Open a checking account today so we can serve you too. Armstrong Bank. Strength runs in our family. Visit armstrong.bank today. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. All right, man, you heard it. Let's move, 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 move. Find your Sooner coverage fix with the home of Sooner fans on your favorite social media platform for questions of the day, upcoming show interviews, show highlights, and more. Oh, look at that, an alert. I'm probably trending already. Search for KREF Sports on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to keep up with the home of Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. For more than 45 years, Balfour of Norman on Campus Corner has been a favorite of Sooner fans everywhere. It's where you will find all the latest Sooner gear for men, women, children, and even your dog. From hats and tees to shorts and socks, they have you covered from head to toe with great brands like Jordan, Nike, Antigua, Champion, Game Day Couture, and many others. Balfour also has everything you need to let your Sooner pride shine with Oklahoma auto and golf accessories, home and garden items, tailgating supplies, and photos of Sooner greats. You can support OU basketball, gymnastics, baseball, softball, or any of our other Sooner teams and dress the part with the great selection at Balfour. Independently owned, Jerry and Libby thank you for your continued support and encourage you to shop local whenever you can, including Oklahoma merchandise from Balfour, or shop online from wherever you are at crimsonproud.com, where you will find everything Sooner. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat, and apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. I'm Ben Affleck, and I want to thank you for joining me and supporting Paralyzed Veterans of America. I joined the Navy to serve my country while parachuting with my platoon. My parachute didn't open, and I broke my neck. Thanks to PVA, paralyzed veterans are getting specialized medical care and treatments, the jobs they want, and the accessible vehicles and homes they need. I just don't think my family would be as happy as they are without the support that I received from Paralyzed Veterans of America. 
Learn more at pva.org. Some interesting news out of college football and a future home-and-home that just got canceled. I wonder if this could potentially mean anything. Ohio State cancels home-and-home series with Washington in 2024 and 2025. Ohio State said it would abide by the terms of the contract, including any uh, liquidated damages. So it sounds like it's Ohio State's fault, their decision while they're canceling the series, but I could see someone initially thinking, oh, this might mean Washington in the Big Ten, which I think Washington would definitely want to go to the Big Ten along with USC and UCLA, but this is worded like it's Ohio State's fault and Ohio State's decision. Uh, Still interesting, though. It is worded that way, but it could be worded that way to um, to hide what's to hide the suspicion that's yeah. there. Yeah, which you know, I don't know. You would think that they would give some type of reasoning other than you know what was released, but even even then, I, I don't know. I do think it's interesting because um, it's a lot like what Oklahoma had to do with the Georgia situation, right? Yep. Um, so I think that's why our antennas are are uh, buzzing right now. So that is interesting because. Washington and Oregon were two of the names that got thrown around that could also also be headed to the Big Ten at some point. So, yeah, I don't know. That's that's definitely something to to keep your eye on. Here's the deal: if if it's going to happen with with anyone else going to the Big Ten, they better they better start jumping right no now. No kidding, man. Because 2024 is kind of like the year that seems exactly. everything's trying to get together for sure. Exactly, and you're starting to run out of time pretty quickly. Yeah, I would think it would have to happen um, this off season, don't you? Yes, there's no doubt it would have to. And I, like before August, it would have to happen way before August. Yeah, it'd have to happen like in the next handful of of months. Because you got to have everything in play. Like, I, you would think because the scheduling, and that's kind of the one that thing that's interesting right there is the non-conference stuff. Like, you've got to get that done pretty quickly so you can start making some moves to to fill some of those spots. And like, there's a lot of moving parts you would think on the back end in order to jump conferences. So, but maybe like they're. Their right still's in a little bit different situation than the Big 12s is, because yeah, like, the Pac-12, like uh, CBS and Turner up. said today, like yeah, we're out of negotiations. We'll see you right because the the jump for USC and UCLA has been way easier than what it has been for Oklahoma and Texas because of no doubt. the rights deal with the Pac-12. Yeah. Uh, text line, this is interesting because we're talking about the ceiling for OU, according to ESPN, being 11-1. 11-1 season, one top 25 win. Do we go to the college football playoff next season? Um, there, there's obviously some variables there, right? right? But I do wonder if they're not in the conference, but they're going to be in the conference. I would probably guess no. But you'd have to wonder, like, huh, does OU get the SEC bump here at all since they're about to be in the league? The SEC would definitely want that. Um, their new team, one of their new teams, just played in the college football playoff? Yeah, of course right. they would want that, 100%. Now, I don't know. It, it's impossible to know because we just don't know what everyone else is going to look like. 
I have a feeling like I think the Pac-12 is going to be really good, but I I tend to think that those teams are going to beat each other up because the schedules are brutal and may lose at a conference. Like Oregon's got to go to Tech, um, USC's got to play Notre Dame. And I don't know who Washington or UCLA have to play at a conference, but they may have a tough one as well. So yeah. they, they may have non-con losses before they even get to conference play. Right. So I, I don't think uh, – the Pac-12 I think is going to be good, but I think it's going to be hard for a team to make the playoff. The Big Ten, I, I just – I don't think that – I don't think that they're going to be nearly as strong of a position as they have been recently. So – I don't think they're getting two teams in the playoff next That's what year. I'm saying. I, I would definitely bet on the Ohio State Michigan winner getting in the playoff, but I, I don't. Yeah, two teams for that. I don't. I don't see that. And the interesting thing about the ACC is Florida State and Clemson play one another, um, like, and they both can't go to the. Like, you would have to have like Clemson beat Florida State. And Florida State runs the table and doesn't get to play in the ACC championship game, right? Yeah. Like, like we've seen a couple of times. So I guess there is the chance of that. But, and I know that nowadays most people are cooking in two teams from the SEC on a year in, year out basis. So I, I would say if Oklahoma went 11 and 1 and won the Big 12, like I've always said, I think you'd have at least a 75% chance of making the playoffs. Yeah, that non-conference schedule would get uh, roasted, but I guess you could say, we had Georgia on there. It's not our fault. We we had it on there. I guess you could say, well, let's just go back and see what everyone said about this, how tough their schedule was before the season. Whenever it got released, every talking head in the media said it was uh, They just need to ask me. I've got got Greg McElroy and Josh Pate of 24-7 Sports saying how bad they got screwed by the schedule. Which is ask me, I got it. It's just it's shocking because had Oklahoma been given this schedule a year ago, and we tried to convince anyone across the country that it was a difficult schedule, we would have been laughed right out of radio, right? Uh, Nobody would have said I, that. I mean, I would hope I would hope we'd be laughed at. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's the eleven and one conference champ. I mean, I guess it depends on who that loss is to, but really, I mean, as we look at it right now, not really. There's not unless it's Texas. There's not really a good loss on there. No, there's not. So, I would say seventy-five percent chance they would make it. Nine one eight. One more. What is the size of the support staff now versus two years ago, and what is the benefit of that? I don't. I, I guess I don't have the numbers to just throw it out there to compare. It's three times the size, yep. probably. What is the benefit? I mean, you get all kinds of benefit. Um, the biggest benefit is recruiting. Um, those guys are constantly recruiting or constantly helping the coaches with day-to-day work things to where the coaches can recruit. Um, back office stuff, uh, scouting game plan stuff, Um, the recruiting uh, department is so much more involved in identifying players, helping stay up to date with those players, helping the coaches schedule their trips and uh, hotels, all of those things. I mean, it's 
a lot of that was done before by the position coaches only, so they're not spread nearly as thin. That's what you hope ends up being the benefit. So it really doesn't matter anything that I say because we can look at it and say, well, it ain't no benefit at all. He went 6-7 and seven as a football team. And I really don't have much of a pushback on that, right? So... And that your I could just tell that's your favorite. You got to bring it up at least once a day. Yeah, I know they went six and seven. Well, just trying to beat the text line to it. Like anytime I say like, but that's the rebuttal, and I know that's what's going to come. So yeah. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap up hour number one next. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. When the game is on the line, you need a team that you can count on. When injuries occur, you can count on the one team that knows sports medicine. Norman Regional's Ortho Central is your premier team of orthopedic specialists. With five highly trained orthopedic surgeons, three fellowship trained sports medicine physicians, and locations in Norman, Newcastle, and Midwest City, we'll work hard to get you back in the game. Ortho Central, number one in sports medicine and orthopedic care. Call 405-360-6764 and schedule an appointment today. Hey, this is Daniel Laughlin, the Energy Efficiency and Solutions Specialist at OEC, and we want to give you some tips on ways to make your energy bills more manageable these next few months. First, take advantage of the sun's heat by opening your home's blinds and or curtains during the day. Lower your thermostat a few degrees. You can cut heating costs 4 to 8% for each degree lower. Finally, find and seal leaks around window casings and doors. OEC members can also visit our website to apply for a free home energy audit. Find more tips at okcoop.org. We know you have a lot riding on your shoulders. You got mouths to feed, you've got bills to pay, and the last thing you wanted was a car wreck and an insurance claim. But at West Yalagosny, we can help. At your free consultation, we'll put a plan together just for you to get you right back on track. And if you've been injured, we'll help you with your property damage, your car, your bike, your truck, boat, whatever, absolutely free. So don't wait. Call or text West Yalagosny, 405-800-8080. It's 405-800-8080. West Yalagosny. We're a different kind of lawyer. Coach Stoops here for Van Hoos Fence. If you want to work with the best local fence company and get championship service, contact my friend Mark and the Van Hoos Fence team. Van Hoos Fence gives each customer the most professional craftsmanship and competitive pricing in Oklahoma. From wood to chain link to vinyl to metal fences, the Van Hoos Fence team does it all. Contact the Fencing All-Americans at Van Hoos Fence, 405 405- 735-1167 or vhfence.com Tyler McComas here, and if you're like me and you love to bowl, Sooner Bowling Center has made it even easier for you and your family to bowl. Visit SoonerBowl.com and skip the line to make online reservations. You can reserve your lanes, book a group party, or birthday party all by just visiting them online. With great food for the spare time grill, bowling, and the newest patio in town, Sooner Bowling Center is great for the entire family. 550 24th Avenue Northwest or visit SoonerBowl.com. I'm State Farm Agent Julia Chu, and you already know our office is a place to turn for your insurance and financial needs. Now that place has changed to 701 Wall Street. While the location may have changed, the commitment of our team is as strong as ever. So whether you already know us or want the one-of-a-kind service offered by the Julia Chu Agency, call us at 329-3311 or come visit at our new location, 701 Wall Street, right on the corner of Boardwalk and Wall Street in Norman. 
Entrepreneurs and More Norman in South Oklahoma City have an experienced business partner in their neighborhood. More Norman Technology Center's workforce and economic development team understands the challenges entrepreneurs and small businesses face every day. From building an effective business model to hiring the right employees and managing cash flow, More Norman's business development experts can help you move forward confidently and thrive knowing that you have a skilled partner at your side. Learn more about More Norman's Technology Center by calling 405-801-5000 or visit us online at mntc.edu. Looking for a local pharmacy you can trust with your family's health needs? Dave's Health Mart, a locally owned independent pharmacy, is taking new patients. Dave's fills new and existing prescriptions, offers free delivery, drive through services, medication consultations, compound and blood pressure screenings, competitive pricing and quality products combined with expert advice and personalized service. Dave's Health Mart at 329 North Porter. Call 405-360-8882. Caring for you and about you. Hey, wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind, like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Do you know the harmful effects mold can have on you, your family, or your workplace? Hey, it's Chris Plank from my friends at Cavens Maintenance Group. If your home or business was recently affected by the cold temps and you had a pipe break or flooding, there could be a possibility of mold, which can have harmful effects on you and your family. Cavens test your home or business to make sure everyone is safe. Call Cavens today in Oklahoma City at 405-573-3048 or in Tulsa, 918-282-7612 or visit CavensConstruction.com. It is the rush on the ref. Inside the Buffalo Wild Wings studio. 24 hours, one day from now, we're going to get to hear from all of the newcomers. True freshmen. Yeah. Transfer portal players. Who are you most excited to hear from tomorrow? Um, PJ Atabare, Jackson Arnold. No freshman. Jaquay's Petawa. Oh, no, no freshman. Jacob Lacey, then. Um... I'm I'm definitely more interested to hear from the transfer You want to hear from uh, Trace Ford and all the uh, OSU questions he's going to get. What is it like, Trace? I can write, Teddy, I can write down right now every question that Trace Ford's going to get tomorrow. So, uh, what was it like when you announced you were coming to OU with all your Oklahoma State buddies and friends? (laughs) That's the the opening question. And then all the laugh from, uh, you know, whenever he says, man, it was tough. The... uh, the sympathy laugh out there where everyone does it at the same Follow time. Follow-up will be, what do you think it's going to be like playing against those guys this year, especially in yeah. Stillwater? Oh, yeah, we can write these out. Um, I'm most interested to hear from Deshaun McCullough. Um, see what he has to say. See what, you know, he he mentions about, like, position and – like how does he's acclimated he, with the defense. Does so he far. know what position he's going to play yet? I'd like to ask him about that too. But yeah, I, I just think, wonder if they figured that out. I think he's he's at least going to start off as playing that cheetah role. We'll see where where it ends up, but um, I think that's the that's the plan as of right now. So um, hear from him. Hear from you know some of the 
like the uh, oh gosh, why am I drawing a blank? The the safety from Tech. Oh, uh, Pearson. Reggie Pearson. Pearson. Hear about hear from him. Hear from my uh, Bothroyd. Those guys about you know being as experienced as they are, and, and like what what do they kind of expect as a as a role on the team? Not on the field, more like locker room. Is that something that's kind of natural that they they've organically fallen into as they've started workouts, or or is that something that they like maybe I because I for me I feel like if I were in that position because everyone wants those guys to just like step up like I I constantly hear coaches talk about leaders like we need leaders you can only have like one or two leaders you right. can't have thirty leaders on defense so like I'm just curious how that's approached from those guys or do they even think about it they just show up and play football Trace Ford yes says guy on the text line I just want to know how healthy he is Good point uh Trace Ford and JFA 580 uh BV said on a radio show that they don't even know where they're going to put Deshaun yet but they know he's going to be on the field LOL that's right. from Peyton Yeah he'll I think he's going to start off at Cheetah Chapstick says the only answer to what position is wherever the coach puts me I'll play wherever they want me to. Yeah, which there's probably a lot of truth to that. And I could see that he, he perhaps may move around to, uh, depending on how good he looks, how quickly, and what some of those different situations may be. All right, quick time out. We got hour number two, The Rush, coming up next. Next.